Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The Great Awakening of the mid-1700s had an immeasurable impact on the history of America. Under the leadership of preachers like George Whitfield and Jonathan Edwards, God brought a powerful spiritual revival to the American colonies, with multitudes of people turning to Christ and many believers renewing their relationship with God. Some New England churches saw great movements of God in their congregations as early as the 1730s, and the flames of revival continued to burn and spread to other towns in the decades that followed. Then in 1755, in North Carolina, a new wave of revival broke out that some have called the South's Great Awakening, and the man God used to ignite it was named Shubal Stearns. Shubal Stearns was born in Boston in 1706. Later, his parents moved the family to Connecticut to the town of Tolland, just east of Hartford. His family belonged to the Congregational Church in Tolland. Then in 1745, when Shubal was 39 years old, he heard George Whitfield preach, and he got saved. Whitfield was encouraging people to abandon the dead religion of the state churches, nicknamed the Old Lights and to form new congregations comprised of born-again people who had a passion for the Lord. Those who followed Whitfield's advice were called New Lights and Separatists. The New Lights in Tolland formed their own church, and they made Shubal Stearns their pastor. Not long after that, Stearns heard a man named Waite Palmer preach. He was a Baptist pastor in North Stonington, Connecticut. Stearns was intrigued by Pastor Palmer's doctrine concerning baptism that only saved people should be baptized, that they should be baptized in deep water, and that church membership should only be extended to saved, baptized people. Shubal Stearns began to study the Bible on the subject, until finally he was persuaded that the Baptist's doctrine was Bible doctrine. Wade Palmer baptized Shubal Stearns in 1751. Then when Pastor Stearns shared his doctrine on baptism with his church people, they chose to be baptized as well and to form a Baptist church. On May 20th, 1751, Shubal Stearns was ordained a Baptist preacher and was made the pastor of this new Baptist church in Tallinn, Connecticut. Over the next several years, Shubal Stearns grew more and more burdened for people who hadn't heard the gospel. He sought the Lord for what he should do, where he should go. In August of 1754, Stearns and his family and several other people from the church packed their belongings, and began to travel south. They stopped in New York City, and then in Philadelphia, and then in Virginia. In a Baptist church in Virginia, Shubal Stearns was reunited with his brother-in-law, Daniel Marshall, who had also become a Baptist. Marshall and his wife and children joined Stearns on his journey. In 1755, they all arrived in North Carolina. At that time, there were fewer than 25 Baptist congregations in the southern colonies, and those were dead Calvinistic churches. Shubal Stearns and his caravan stopped at the waters of Sandy Creek, a place where three major trails crossed, trails that connected them to all of the South. They built a meeting house, and with 16 members, they established a Baptist church. 
with Shubal Stearns as their pastor and Daniel Marshall as his assistant. In just two years, the congregation of the Sandy Creek Baptist Church grew from 16 people to over 600. From that congregation, in the 17 years that followed, at least 42 other Baptist churches were started and 125 men entered the ministry. It's estimated that by 1825, over 1,000 churches were started in the South as a direct result of the Sandy Creek Baptist Church. In 1758, Shubal Stearns established the Sandy Creek Association for the purpose of encouraging pastors and believers all across the region. The first meeting of the Sandy Creek Association on the grounds of the Sandy Creek Baptist Church is believed to be the first American camp meeting. And by 1810, there were over 400 such annual camp meetings from Georgia to Michigan. The movement of God that originated at Sandy Creek came to be known as the Separate Baptists. William Cathcart, editor of the Baptist Encyclopedia, described Shubal Stearns as eloquent, wise, humble, full of faith, and wholly consecrated to God. And few men ever enjoyed more of the Spirit's presence in the closet and in preaching the gospel. He was undoubtedly one of the greatest ministers that ever presented Jesus to perishing multitudes and one of the most successful soul winners that ever unfurled the banner of Calvary. The Sandy Creek Baptist Church is still in operation today. The third meeting house of the church, measuring 20 feet by 25 feet, was built in 1826, and it still stands. Shubal Stearns went to heaven on November 20, 1771, at 65 years of age. If you've ever wondered why Baptist churches are so numerous throughout the South to this day, the name Shubal Stearns is a huge part of the answer. Christian, God has people that only you can reach for Him. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.